one day Diana just told me, babe, we're gonna launch Inventora. And I was like, well, no, we're not gonna launch Inventora. Like this thing, <laughs> this game looks ugly. And um, I was like, I got 35 people waiting. Like we need, to, we gotta do this. <laughs> like she put them all on a spreadsheet and I was like, okay, I guess we have to actually make this happen. Hello and welcome back to Indie Mites, the podcast where I bring you stories of fellow indie hackers in 15 minutes or less. Today, I've got my first ever returning guest with Diana Allen and the first ever double act as we're joined by her fiance, Jeremy Blaylock. I spoke to Diana on the Indie Bites pod about a year ago after growing her handmade candle business from $100 to 50k in the first year. Since then, Diana is still running Terror and has doubled the revenue in 2021, but has also co-founded Inventora, which has just hit 5k MRR. Inventora is an inventory tracking system for handmade businesses, solving Diana's own problem that she had with Terror. There's also an extended version of this episode available on the Indie Feast podcast feed, which you can get access to for £40 a year. Head to bytesfm membership or hit the link in the show notes. Now, one of the best ways to scale your marketing as a one-man business is through SEO. And to do SEO effectively, you need the best tools in the business, such as Hrefs, who are sponsoring this episode of Indie Bytes. As I've said on the podcast before, Hrefs is the most complete and valuable SEO tool on the market. So if you want to get more traffic from Google on your side project, I mean, who doesn't want more traffic? I'd recommend first trying out Hrefs Webmaster Tools absolutely free. To try out Hrefs, head to hrefs.com awt. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com or hit the link in the show notes. Let's get into this episode. Dana, Jeremy, welcome to the pod. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Excited to be back. <laughs> Dana, how's Terra going these days? Are you still running it? You've got this tech business you're now doing with your partner. Yeah, Terra is definitely still my full-time business. I probably still work on it seven days a week. It's going well. Last year, the sales doubled or revenue doubled. Now you're getting a little taste of that sweet, sweet MRR from the tech business. Is it almost a little frustrating working on Terra? Because it's like, wow, this is not as high margins. It's not recurring. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Weirdly enough, doing the SaaS business is way easier. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I know it needs to be done and I do it. Whereas Terra is a challenge. It's not that I have to convince people to buy my products, but I love that process. I mean, except for January when we ran a promo for Inventora, Tara still makes more money every month and it's just her. So that's... Tell me how you did your own cobbled together system before you started Inventora. I was approaching like my first holiday season. I noticed it was just getting busier and I needed to make more and more candles every Mm. week. And I found myself ordering a ton of supplies. I was having a very hard time managing like how much fragrance oil do I have? How many wicks do I have? And I was tracking everything by spreadsheet and it just got to a point where I was like, this needs to be automated because I know exactly what it takes to make one candle and I was at the scale where I was making hundreds of candles a day. So I just needed the system to do the math for the 100 or however many I make in a day and be done with it. I was like, such a simple idea. Where is it? I went to Google and was just like, inventory system, small businesses, whatever. And nothing was available, nothing that met my needs. And what really frustrates me is I 
thought my needs were very simple. When I ultimately was just like over searching, I presented Jeremy because Jeremy is a programmer and hey, can you please make me a system? Like I have everything for you. Just please turn it into something real. I mean, <laughs> I, I pushed back for a long time. I tried to find a way we could do it with Google Sheets because I oh, think yeah. this should be doable, but it's just really hard with the like the relationships between the materials and the products make that really difficult. And so after struggling with that for a while, I mean, I had just been kicked out of my previous company about two months before that. So I was trying to start a new startup and I was working really intently every day, but the reality was like, it was, it was an idea that didn't end up going anywhere. And I'm I, in the background. Will you please make me this system <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. So after a couple months of that, I eventually took a weekend and just like built this thing on a weekend and got her to the point where she could use it. I think she was just playing around with it for a couple months. And then, so basically uh, a year before this 5K milestone is when we initially launched to the public. Mm. Just very small, like Diana sent some messages to her Instagram followers, talked about it publicly, and then started to get people to sign up. One day Diana just told me, babe, we're gonna launch Inventora. And I was like, no, we're not gonna launch Inventora. Like this thing, <laughs> this thing looks ugly. And um, I was like, I got 35 people waiting. Like we need, to, we gotta do this. Like she put them all in a spreadsheet and I was like, okay, I guess we have to actually make this happen. We didn't really start the whole MRR journey until June of last year because that's when we got our first paying customers. Mm -hmm. But once we launched the Shopify integration and a few other features that helped us be able to charge for something, we put that out there and have been growing the MRR since the beginning of June, 2021. Donna, you're a huge proponent of marketing without spending ad dollars, yeah, leveraging relationships, influences, social media. How did you build up that first wait list of people for Inventora? I don't know how else to say this other than they just came because I'm only one small business out of thousands out there. So if I'm struggling with this, can you imagine how many other people are and others who are at like even a larger scale and are still not finding like a proper solution? So I'm very, very vocal on Tara's Instagram. Usually what I do is like, I'll post on my stories and I'll be like, today's tasks are da 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 da. That day specifically, I did that and I said, today's task is an inventory day. And I think I, I strategically followed that up with, does anyone else use an inventory system? Like I was just trying to like gauge the market, right? And that initial 30, they showed up in my DMs and they asked, what are you using? I'm looking for one. I need one so badly. Dana, you've been on the Indie Hackers podcast. You're an indie person. You bootstrap terror. But you decided to raise a, a little round for Inventora. Was Jeremy giving you the Kool-Aid for it? He was like, look, we've raised for it. I was trying to stop her, to be totally honest. <laughs> I think that the main thing that prompted us to raise money, because we were considering, should we try and just keep Inventory going? I had already quit my job. And my plan was, I want to get to the point where we're making MRR equivalent to our mortgage by the end of August. Yeah. In three months. We heavily considered keeping this an indie project. And it ultimately came down to, there's so much more to inventory that we just can't do on our own. And, and I think you were also feeling a lot of pressure because, yeah. because of your other business. So and with Tara being in the picture, because kind of like I said earlier, I still work on it every single day. I'm very much involved. That was when we decided to actually raise some money. How did the investors react to you having Tara on the side and still running that as a one person business? 
We definitely pitched it as Tara is the marketing for Inventora because mm. all of Diana's relationships stem from Tara. And so we tried to really yeah, tie it hammer that home. That. But that wasn't so much an issue. People were concerned about just Jeremy and I's relationship. And multiple people were like, so what happens when you break up? Really? I think we're also both adults and we understand that like, okay, if we did break up, we were not just trying trash and burn Inventora. Yeah, we're not evil <laughs> but, people. So. And I think the, the funniest part of this whole thing was like, I can say with confidence that we are less likely to have a co-founder breakup than my previous <laughs> co-founder team. But nobody asks about that because you're not dating, right? Right. Um, it's, it seems like that's totally stable. Yep. So how much did you raise and how has it been since the raise? So we raised 600,000 total. I think since then, like the plan was we wanted to hire a marketer right away so they could work with Diana. And then we also wanted to hire one or two engineers. We hired one. We may hire somebody else in the future. But as far as pressure, I think it's not necessarily pressure, but it's just like I'm still learning how to step into what my role should be at mm. Inventora. I took control of all the marketing and growth, and that was what I do, and that's what I'm really good at. And that's still my role at Inventora, but now I have an employee who works full time to manage the tasks for me. There's just something I'm still trying to figure out with like how to manage people, I guess, because everything I've always done has kind of been on my own. That is more so just, I don't know, not necessarily a frustration, not a pressure. It's just I'm learning and trying to figure this out. You mentioned yesterday when I was inviting you on that are we really indie anymore because we've done this race I don't think it matters a great deal anymore because uh, you're still helping small businesses often bootstrap businesses you still run one and people are choosing to raise from being indie or bootstrapped to raising small amounts even bigger amounts because it suits what they want and I think that's more important than going in one camp or the other so fair enough to you I yeah. think we also have always kind of thought about it as we don't want to fall into the trap of raising money and having that force us to raise more and more and more money over yeah. time. We want to still build a good business, be somewhat strategic about how we use our funds and be able to have optionality, not just be forced to raise more money yeah, in nine definitely. months because we have no other choice. Yeah. When did you buy the dot com? Was it before or after the race? Oh, after the raise because that shit was expensive. <laughs> yeah, we. I think we spent twenty five thousand on the domain. The initially, <laughs> yeah, we bought it this past January, and in January we made eighteen thousand. So we almost made our money back that month. Unrelated to the domain, of course. Okay, I want to sort of round off by talking about because people are going to want to know how do you get to the five k? What have you been actually doing? Talk tactics to me. So for the marketing side, I already had access to the audience that we would need to target with inventory. But just letting people know it exists and what I'm also doing in addition to Tara. And then there is specifically a candle maker who I've just kind of become friends with through my own candle making journey. And she has a very large YouTube audience. I reached out to her and was just, well, initially I just reached out to her on behalf of, hey, do you need an inventory system? Because I made one and she actually ended up using it. And she kind of name dropped us in one of her videos. And when I saw the impact of her video 
and how many new signups it drove with her not even really even explaining what inventory yeah. is just saying like here's my inventory system i then followed up with her and was like hey we will pay you to make like an actual video about inventory and i think we paid her 250 dollars to make an entire video about us um yeah the only unfortunate thing was the second video that really blew up and got i think over a thousand signups out of that video that one we didn't have a paid plan yet, so they had no way to give us any money. But that's just like one of the small things with marketing we've done. We've kind of like providing small business resources. So through Instagram, through our blog. In addition to that, I'm in a bunch of candle making groups on hmm. Facebook. A lot of people in there, they just talk and ask questions and... I think I've name dropped Inventora a few times in a few different groups. So that's led to new signups. Yeah, I love it. And you tweet a lot about your journey. What I've been really impressed by is idea to execution. Most specifically was when you said you wanted to hire a videographer to make a little documentary about you building Terra and now Inventora. How's that gone for you? I think it's a great idea, but it's obviously a bit odd having someone follow you around with a camera. I wish she was here right now. I told it's so weird. She's with us almost every week, but sometimes I forget that she exists. That's so bad to say. Like, I wish I would have asked her to come here, but I don't know. I guess it's going pretty well. When she's with us, it's great. And we get some good footage. I think the downside is because she's not like with us all the time. And there's a lot of interesting things that happen that don't get recorded. And so those don't make the cut. But... And sometimes we, we try to like strategically plan what to do when she's around. So it's not like it's scripted, but we try to like plan the day when we know she'll be there to capture things. I'm interested as someone who has a little handmade business, what makes a good handmade business and how can they grow from a small couple of hundred dollars, few sales a week and, and scale that? I think it all comes down to being able to, how do I say this? Be dedicated and put in the effort. A lot of small businesses are created as side projects and what people do on top of their full-time job. And you have to put in the work every single day, even if it's just one hour after your full-time job ends that day. Mm. And then if we want to talk about like quick marketing tips or anything, I would say nailing your photography doesn't have to be anything super professional, but at least get a good quality photo from your phone and finding your voice on social media because if you are not putting your business out there, nobody will ever find it. If you focus your whole time on making the product and you're not showing anybody else that process, you're not talking about it, then sure, you might have a great candle, but nobody knows about that candle. And as a result, nobody's gonna buy that candle. I end every episode on three recommendations and this time it's going to be six. A book, a podcast and an indie hacker or entrepreneur or someone that inspires you. Book. We're very inspired by Square and Square's former co-founder Jim McKelvey who's from St. Louis wrote a book called The Innovation Stack. So this is like weird but there's something called like the Gardener's Almanac and my reason for the recommendation is this. You need balance in your life. So even though we don't balance each other out, I need hobbies outside of my business so right now it's gardening okay so that's book podcast so one that's really good is acquired and just in the yeah. startup space hearing the background and all these crazy businesses there is one podcast it's called the product boss and it's these two women talking about how they grew their handmade businesses and marketing tips strategies all these things and then finally 
indie hacker, entrepreneur, someone you're inspired by? I mean, it's very stereotypical, but I just look at Elon Musk and everything he says around first principles thinking. You're the first ever Elon Musk recommendation on the Indie Bytes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I would have to say John from Banner Bear. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so Thank you. much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indie Bytes. All links for everything discussed will be in the show notes as always. If you want to learn more about SEO, then check out today's sponsor, Ahrefs. And if you're interested in learning more about my journey building an indie business, I have a bootstrapper ride-along podcast called No More Mondays, which is available in all good podcast players. That's all from me. See you next week. <laughs>